If you're a more energetically sensitive creative leader or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes, blends business and spiritual principles to help creatives, leaders, and entrepreneurs identify common energetic roadblocks and how to overcome them to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Empathic Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Anna Long-Stokes, and I'm really excited for this week's episode. So I've been wanting to talk about this for a bit on the podcast because this topic of spiritual agreements is something that I look at with all my clients in their intuitive business reviews. It's something that comes up with my friction to flow clients whenever we're looking at the friction they're hitting. And this topic is spiritual agreements and how they impact your life and business. So here's here's a couple questions I have for you. Have you ever felt like you were meant to meet somebody? Your, your paths were destined to cross, whether that crossing and that relationship ended up positively or you see it as something negative, that maybe you just have this sense that you were destined to meet this person. Or have you ever felt mistreated again and again in a relationship, but you can't seem to pull yourself away? Have you ever felt like you were destined to keep repeating the same patterns over and over again in a relationship? So if you're nodding your head or saying yes to this, it's a good indication that there is something at an energetic level that needs to get looked at. And that something is spiritual agreements. So what are spiritual agreements? So spiritual agreements, or sometimes also referred to as spiritual contracts, are contracts that we make between ourselves and other spirits, typically before reincarnating, whereby we agree to work together under certain terms. And sometimes these agreements, they aid us in our growth during this lifetime. But oftentimes these agreements need to be amended or sometimes even terminated, especially if we've outgrown them or we've grown a lot in this life and we require more freedom or space as a spirit. So even though we made these agreements and it made sense at the time, it may no longer make sense that we continue to keep these spiritual agreements. It's just like agreements in life. There are times we sign agreements, maybe we sign a contract for a job or an apartment or whatever. And then a year or two goes by and we're like, you know what, this job doesn't work for me anymore. This apartment doesn't work for me anymore. The same thing goes with spiritual agreements. I really loved learning about spiritual agreements when I went through my clairvoyant training. Because once these agreements were seen and reset, the energy changed and often it changed very quickly. I laugh because I think I often say that, you know, going through the clairvoyant training sets you up to be a spiritual contract lawyer of sorts. Because you learn to read the energy of these agreements and you learn how to work with the energies to help reset 
or end these if that is what is in the best and highest good. So how do these agreements show up in our day-to-day life or in our day-to-day business? You know, one of the things I've seen, and this is kind of more on the negative, again, they're spiritual agreements that serve us in a more positive tone. But when it's time for agreements to get reset so that we can take our steps, here are some of the ways in which I have seen uh, clients impacted by the spiritual agreements that are in place. Okay, so agreement number one that I have seen show up in my clients when they are going to launch a business is the agreement to stay small or to not draw attention to themselves or kind of on the in a bigger way to not draw attention to the family. So I see this show up a lot when I'm reading more spiritual entrepreneurs, healers, uh, authors. There can be spiritual agreements in place often with our our extended family or with our parents directly, that we need to not take that next step because the family will be seen. The family will be seen on a new level. It won't just be you. You can think about people like, oh, who's that author who, um, she's from Idaho. She wrote that book, Educated. I'm sure a lot of you have read that book. It's an amazing book, um, New York Times bestseller, but talk about the energy she likely had to face to put her work out into the world because not only was she being seen on a bigger level, but her entire family was being seen. You know, I've also seen this show up. Um, one of my clients, we saw someone, well, I saw, I saw someone from a past life. You know, there are guides who come into this life to work with us who we have been in past lives with. And in this past life, she had an agreement with this particular uh, guide that she would play small. She would kind of be in the shadows and his work was what needed to take precedent. So that agreement from a past life was holding her back in this life. And so we had to take a look at that and reset it so that she could take her next steps. So Number one, agreements around being seen or not being seen. Okay, another agreement that I have seen is very common is the agreement to be the healer, oftentimes sacrificing yourself for others. So you could be the archetypical healer in your friendships or in your family, in your business. And you might be going, well, that's, that's not a bad thing, right? Like it's not a bad thing to be a healer. Well, where it can end up not working for you is when you're not aware, A, that you're doing it and B, that you have a choice about it. It feels really amazing to be a healer when you are self-validated for being a healer. It can feel not so great to be a healer when that's not the role you want to be in this lifetime, even if you're really good at it. And so there can be steps that you take when you're in a clairvoyant training where you might be changing what you want your role to be in this lifetime, in which case you may need to reset a spiritual agreement because it might not be working for you um, to be the healer anymore. Or you might need to like press pause on being the healer for your whole family. Oftentimes (laughs) when you are the healer, it's not um, something you're actually rewarded for. 
It's just an energy you have to handle a lot. And so when you can become aware of this and change those agreements as they come up, you can create a lot more space for yourself in which you get to create for yourself, not for others or not solely for others. Okay, what are some other agreements? Another agreement is an agreement to not run your female energy if you are a female. I see this come up when I do women's readings a lot, and it's usually the father. There's an agreement with the father not to run the female energy because it scares the father, and the father may see it as dangerous which is a fair assessment. A lot of women are punished for running their female energy. And that's a whole separate topic, but very valid concern for a father to have over his daughter. And so what can that do to your space if you're not allowed to run your female energy? Well, females and males run at different energetic vibrations. And it feels really good for women when they are in a space where they're allowed to run their female energy. And there's a particular form of female energy that really enhances our creativity. And so essentially, if you're walking through life and you're only tapping into the male energy, which is really easy to do because we're in a patriarchy. And so the tone of society, the tone of the energy is set at male energy, If you're only running male energy, it can feel really kind of low, depressive, and down for your body, and you're likely not creating at the level at which you could be creating. So that's number three, an agreement to not run your female energy. This this came up as I was watching Barbie. That was such an energy of dichotomies. Like in Barbie land, men weren't allowed to run their male energy, and then when Barbie came back to the real world, she felt what it was like to be in the patriarchy and to not really be able to run her female creative energy. So I was really taking a step back and viewing that movie from its you know larger energetic impl- implications. It was really fascinating to watch. And yeah, anyway, I digress. Number three, an agreement not to run your female energy. Okay, what about my fourth one? So for, fourth agreement is the agreement to provide or to be responsible. Oftentimes you see this in family dynamics where one child is the responsible one, regardless of whether they're the oldest or the youngest, may not have anything to do with age, but they tend to be the responsible one. You can uh, you can see this in relationship dynamics with partners as well, where one tends to be more the control for the relationship, one tends to be more the medium. And so you might enjoy being responsible, being the person who has a little bit more control, but there might be times where you want to be the medium and you want to take a step back and really be in the experience, not responsible for the experience. And when this happens, we're likely going to see an agreement in your space that needs to be reset because it's no longer working for you. So um, if you're someone who who often feels very responsible, and maybe you find that this shows up in certain areas of your life, this happens a lot with mothers. Um, Sometimes they've always had this dynamic with their partner, but once they give birth, it really amplifies the differential in that space. So it might be time to look at resetting and renegotiating on a spiritual level, your agreements with your partners. This could go for business partners as well. 
Okay, a really nasty agreement that we can see occasionally is that people have an agreement to be sick or to be the victim. This can happen a lot with mother-daughter relationships. I've seen this come up in a couple of readings where even though this person has established themselves as an adult, there is an agreement that they will kind of not fully take their steps into adulthood because to do so would be to shift to the family dynamic too much. So the way they keep themselves in that that sense of being sort of the child forever is that they either keep attracting scenarios to themselves that would require them to remain the victim or they find themselves sick a lot. This is a sticky one. This is a yucky one. And no one wants to hear that when they come to you and you see this in a reading. So that's not a very fun one, but I'm just going to bring it up that that is one of the agreements and you can reset that and see, see that, um, you know, at the end of the day, everything is energy, including illness. Everything is energy. And so, you know, if this is one of those things that's causing you to not take your next step, causing you to be sick a lot, resetting the agreement could be the answer for you. Okay, uh, the sixth one I'm going to bring up here is the agreement to take the blame or take the fall. There are some people who are just kind of insistent on being the hero or playing out the hero archetype in this lifetime. And so maybe, you know, I feel like one of the fun places to watch this play out is watching documentaries or reading autobiographies where there are some people who really come here in the energy of having these agreements to take the fall for others. In a way, they're seen as heroes, but also maybe it wasn't necessary. Maybe taking the fall was not necessary. Maybe maybe you just needed to reset the agreement. This can show up in everyday life in kind of maybe less obvious ways if you find that in certain relationships, you're always the one apologizing. Like, and, and you kind of have been in the space of feeling like things are always your fault. You know, it could be that everything's fine, but the way the uh, relationship is set up is that the agreement is for you to always be the one who is sort of in the wrong. So that's kind of a yucky one too. And once you start to see it, you're like, wait a minute, I'm not in agreement with that anymore. That's that's very likely going to be your response is that, that once you see that and you see that that's playing out in the relationship and you have a neutral clairvoyant reader who doesn't even know you and doesn't even know this dynamic and they are seeing it, you, you kind of have a reality check about that relationship and how things are playing out and how it's going to have to change. Okay, so I've spent a little bit talking about what spiritual agreements are and how they tend to show up in life and business. But what about the consequences when we go to a trained clairvoyant and we get these agreements reset? What are some of the consequences? That is a great question. It's usually the next question. I find that when I'm in a reading and um, we talk about agreements and we ask to reset them, there are clients who on some level sometimes have a hesitation around resetting agreements because they're afraid of the ripple ripple effect of change that could happen when these agreements are shifted. So what can happen when these agreements shift? Shockingly, this might surprise you, 
I find that not a lot happens. It doesn't have to be some big dramatic blowout. I've done agreement resets with people where they come to me later and they say, the dynamic shifted. I can't believe it. Like the dynamic shifted. Like it didn't even have to be a blowout fight. It didn't have to be that the relationship ended. It's just that the relationship became neutral enough. The agreement was reset. And so the friction that was being caused by this spiritual agreement that was no longer a fit is alleviated and they find more flow in their relationship. So that can happen. What can also happen is the opposite. Maybe you reset the spiritual agreement or you broke the spiritual agreement and the other person, especially in body, even if their spirit is willing to reset the agreement, their body might be so habituated to the patterns that they were in, in that relationship with you, that they won't go for it. This is where you see more dramatic divorces, friendship breakups, things like this happen. And it can, it can happen. If that scares you, if you're getting a reading and someone wants to reset an agreement and that scares you, you could also ask the clairvoyant to read that. Can you read how this person's going to respond? Usually when I read that, that person's that person is going through a grieving process. They're grieving the change of the relationship. I have never, ever, ever seen in all my years of being a clairvoyant, any time where resetting an agreement didn't end up being what was best best for both parties. You know, when you're getting a reading, a clairvoyant reading, the focus is on you and what's good for you. But I've never seen it where what was good for the client I'm reading wasn't also down the road good for that person as well. Because when we're able to take our steps, the people around us in our life are able to take their steps as well. This is why, you know, I don't, I really don't judge relationship breakups and divorces because there are times where for, for that husband or that wife to take their step, that person has to leave their space, has to let them have autonomy and go through that growth and experience on their own. The fascinating thing is sometimes then after the divorce, these couples and these, you know, people who were in relationships, they end up getting back together because for the relationship to grow, the separation needed to happen so that the growth could happen. So even if spiritual contracts or agreements seem scary to you, I encourage you to trust in your spirit and trust that if you've gone, you've gotten a clairvoyant reading, that agreement is showing up and you're ready to modify it or break it. Trust that whatever the consequences are going to be, are going to be in your highest and best Okay, so that is all for today's episode. That's a big, juicy topic. If you're interested in having me take a look at spiritual agreements for you, I am still booking some intuitive business reviews for August and September. That's a great place for us to look at how spiritual agreements are impacting you in your business. If you want to go a little deeper and you're interested in learning how to see spiritual agreements yourself and for others, and how to reset these and clear these, I encourage you to apply for my 2023-2024 clairvoyant training called CE Oracle. 
Woohoo! I'm so excited. We are going to kick things off in October. It's going to be a year long program where leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs get to explore the more subtle, energetic side of their empathic vision abilities, also known as your clairvoyance. So we kick off in October. We are going to be having weekly classes, weekly practice labs where you meet with your fellow psychic CEOs, and you get to learn how to read energy and use this skill for yourself. There has been nothing, nothing, nothing that I have done in my life that is as empowering as going through my first clairvoyant training. And I am so blessed and excited to be at the point in my life and in my stage of clairvoyance that I am going to be helping others take that step for themselves. So if you are interested Even if you're intrigued, but you're not sure if it's the right path for you, I'm booking application calls with everyone who applies, and there's no pressure. We can meet, we can chat about it, and talk about whether or not it's a fit for you right now. I plan to run this program once a year, so the next one will not be offered until October 2024. So if you're interested and something in your space is calling you towards me, being your guide as you enhance those skills. And I really encourage you to apply as spaces are highly limited. I will be maxing out the program at 10 participants. Okay, everyone have a great day and don't forget to keep creating. Thanks so much. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Analog Stokes. For more information on these and many more topics, or to contact me for a consultation, please visit our new website at www.empathicenergymethod.com or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, please remember to take a moment to leave a star rating, a review, or just to share it with a friend. Okay, until next time, keep creating. Thank you.